Welcome to Game That Tune, the musical game show featuring songs from your favorite video games. Like it. I think I know that game. Yeah. Um, wait, but I'm gonna wait for the second song to make my guess. That's not even the. That's, that's I was just about the to intro. Say, I was like, that's a really long <laughs> intro. Or did that's we just? It's it is an extra long intro. It was by request by at Good Old Gamers on Twitter. It's a opening toss up. Anybody know what song that is? Hmm. I got it nothing. Sounds RPG. Earthbound. David's right. It's from Earthbound. It's Paula's theme. Ooh. Yeah. Really captures the. Uh, just overall weirdness of that game right there in one, uh, one little song. So yeah, welcome back to Game That Tune, everybody. It's uh, the musical guessing game show where we just listen to a lot of awesome video game music and then talk about the games. Um, it's our all SNES Super Nintendo Entertainment System show, so that's why we started off with uh, music there from Earthbound. Um, shit, I just had the composers for Earthbound pulled up. Composers on Earthbound, Keiichi Suzuki and Hirokazu Tanaka. You know those guys, of course. I didn't realize Hip Tanaka did Earthbound. I did not know he was nicknamed Hip, but that's <laughs> Did he do anything else for... cool? <laughs> uh, he did Ice Climber. He did, I think he did Balloon Fight. Um, hmm. He did Dr. Mario. Nice. Oh, awesome. Cool. Excellent. Well, in the spirit of Earthbound, our intro shall be done much like Earthbound's naming of characters. So, name him. That'd be me, John Harrington, your host. Name her, too. That's David. Say hey, David. Hello. <laughs> name your friend. That's John Regan. He's the nerd who makes uh, makes inventions. <laughs> yeah, he also doesn't talk. He just laughs. <laughs> Name another friend. That's Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey, what's up? Awesome. John, name your pet. Uh, bingo. David, your favorite homemade food. Um, homemade pizza. <laughs> Jesse, what's your favorite thing? My favorite thing. Uh, Betsy. That's a good call. Also, the answer for the show: video game music. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, uh, if it's your first time listening to Game That Tune, let's uh, let's tell them the rules. We pick song or we pick games, and then we listen to three songs from each game, try and guess the game, and then uh, the winner at the end of the show gets what do they get, Jesse? They get to pick the theme for the next show. Yes, they do. Which so yeah, <laughs> high stakes game we play around here. So, um, Our one rule. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we have one rule, and we frequently uh, break that rule. So, you know, we're, we're having fun. So anyway, John, you want to start us off? Sure thing. Awesome.
awesome hmm. yes it is i think my video froze up uh yeah just you're you are not moving at all on my end right now <laughs> you're just solid like this stuck in a good pose yeah well okay well i guess we'll we'll get jesse back on here in a second which is good because uh that gives me time to look up uh trivia because i totally forgot to do that part jesus i know i'm all i'm the worst i know i didn't mention that as an element of the show but that's uh that's one of the elements of the show Hmm. well this game was released on the super nintendo hmm Hmm. okay (laughs) I, i think i might know this then that's the hint that i needed yeah, exactly. That was going to really set it apart from any other game coming before or after. Cool. And the music composer is uh, Jun Ishiwaka Horizaku Ando. And uh, this game has been re-released on like every Nintendo console ever. Uh, it's really hard for me to come up with good trivia that doesn't give this away. I'm really sorry about that, guys. It's alright. I recognize but, uh, one of those names. Yeah. Here uh, We'll move on to the third song here. I think you'll get it as soon as you hear the third song. You all look like you have it. I'm pretty sure. As part of the whole, like, I was like, this, they're probably going to get this anyways, and I just forgot about the trivia. <laughs> nice job, man. Next I time, think I'll I make know sure it, and I'm going to feel really stupid if I guess the wrong thing. All right, you got you guys ready with your answers? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not confident at all. By the way. Okay. Well, let's reveal them. Go. Boom. I guessed. Kirby Superstar, Kirby, Kirby Superstar. Superstar, Kirby Superstar, you all get a point. Yay! Kirby wow. Superstar. 
game's fucking badass. I 100% guess. Did we all draw a really good Kirby, too? I didn't because I was so furious that I thought I was wrong. Uh, awesome, man. How do you draw Kirby? First, you draw a circle. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I was sitting there, I'm like, man, I bet I could draw Kirby real quick. I think oh, I know man. how to do that. <laughs> Why is that in my brain? <laughs> Can I tell a real quick uh, Kirby story from this weekend? Do it. Okay, sure. So, we were having this little, like, fun Smash Brothers tournament, and we had, like, uh, we had eight plus three. Well, no. Eleven people? <laughs> this is game that tune, not math that tune. So if you guys are hating on my math... You know, I'll get you a off. copy of Donkey Kong Jr. math. We'll yeah. work on this. But anyway, so so we had a bunch of groups. So on my group, the, uh, it was four players. And we played with items because, you know... I like Smash Brothers with items because that's how the game was made, you know. And so, of course, one of the guys was really salty about playing with items. And so it got down to the very end. Me, as Kirby, so it's yeah. topical. I was Kirby, as usual. And I forget who he fought. I think he was uh, the punchy guy. Lil Mac. And, um... <laughs> the punchy guy. Punchy guy. Punchy guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so... I beat him. I beat his ass at the end. And so, like, he was all, like, bitching about the items and stuff. And I was like, bitch, I didn't touch a single item that round. I tried to go for items, but you fuckers were taking them. So I just played with 100% power pink puffball. And I beat his ass. And he was so mad the rest of the convention. It was the most glorious feeling. I didn't go to the finals, but I beat that motherfucker. And he was so, so sour. It was just beautiful. Oh, God, I could just drink his tears all weekend. <laughs> oh, that's the fun of uh, just competitive video game playing, especially yeah. at a convention. People take it a little bit seriously, and it just adds a whole nother dimension. So, yeah. Glad you're it's back like from you... MAGFest, man. Glad you had a blast. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so anyway, Kirby Superstar is uh, fucking dope. Yeah. Uh, I love that game. I still got I a copy music of it. from that game. I still got a copy of it around here somewhere. And, yeah. Kirby's the best. Yeah. yeah, I mean the games are just so fun. They're so you know just easily accessible by everybody. And Kirby Superstar, I mean, I don't remember if it was the first game that you played with two players, but uh, I, I think, think it was definitely the two-player Kirby game that I played the most, both as a kid and then as a man-child and you know, <laughs> into adulthood. Like the game's just so fucking fun. Yeah, I, my daughter I love plays the whole... Triple Deluxe all the time. Mm. Yeah, I love the whole part of like. Uh, you know, the two-player mode, and even just the one-player mode, being able to spawn a helper, and then, like, there was the motorcycle guy, and you could ride on him. Yes. You know, like, it's just so, like, it was you so had good. to for that one part where you had to escape, what was it, Meta Knight ship exploding? Yeah. So, yeah, one of those songs was the Meta Knight battle music. Yeah. Uh, oh, the okay. other was from the Gourmet Race stage. That was the third one. That was the was gameplay say, one. But, yeah, but, but it wasn't the Gourmet Race stage that everybody knows. You know, yeah, it was the other gourmet race stage. I'm like, gourmet. Yeah, I definitely yeah, know this. You know, it definitely <laughs> gives it away, but you know, it doesn't obviously give it away. So yeah, I was listening to it. I was well, like, yeah, this yeah. this sounds familiar, but I can't quite place it. And then there's that tiny little sampling of like the main gourmet race. Like, oh right, I know this. Yeah, yeah, I love the gourmet race song because to me it sounds like a song by that ska band, The Specials. Like, not a particular one. Just it sounds like something they would write. Sure. And that's what I think. Everyone's looking at me like I'm like fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, we all know what you're talking about. Did I hear the word ska? <laughs> Man. There's nothing wrong uh, with ska. You could go inside Johnny's brain. You'd hear the word ska all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
That's why Johnny plays Kirby. It's because he loves ska music so much. <laughs> That's such a weird reason. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I, you know that game is just so much fun. You know, having whatever five different games plus the little mini games, like you know, the, the games themselves are you know all really great. They're you know a couple of easy ones, and then you know you got the Great Cave Offensive and the one with you know I don't remember what oh. that Milky Way Wishes. Milky Way Wishes, yeah, yeah. that was the the. The first one of the other songs was from Milky Way Wishes. It was you know that weirdo Mark who like makes who like turns crazy and he got oh, a fire yeah. at the end. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Milky yeah, Way works because the plot of Milky Way Wishes is like the sun and the moon are fighting and this guy Mark shows up and says, "Oh, if you get this guy Nova to help out, you know it'll be okay." And then Nova shows up and, Mar- and Mark just basically like fuses with Nova or something, goes all crazy. Right, it's Mark's then, with an X. Yeah, Which Nova is it? Uh, yeah, I think it's Rich Ryder. Rich uh, Ryder? Is that his name? Or uh, <laughs> Sam... Um, God, what was his name? God. You're thinking of Glenn Close. No, the other Sam... The, other, <laughs> oh, the new Nova. Oh, Hal Jordan. John C. Riley. No. I'm, He's I'm, a Nova Corp. I'm going to cin- <laughs> Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Who did you say? <laughs> John C. Riley. <laughs> Yeah, he's a Nova Corp, but anyways, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, but yeah, the mini games, man. Me and my buddies used to just like, like we would just go back and forth on those best out of three. No, fuck that, best out of five. That, you know, just, <laughs> you know, that would just be an escalating thing in our house. The yeah, fucking I, Megaton Punch. I love Megaton know. Punch because you punch a planet in half. Yeah, it's <laughs> so irresponsible. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so many really people good. die every time you play that mini game. It's so so disappointing <laughs> though. Like you know, whenever you just fuck that up a little bit, and it would be that like wimpy like bleep, in in the star, <laughs> and then like you know, the next guy would be like blink blink blink, and just like devastate the fucking planet. It's like, oh yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> Do you think that was kind of like their answer to test your might from Mortal Kombat? Almost, yeah. You know, I think so. It was so like, yeah, you're breaking a bunch of bricks and shit. That's nice, but we're blowing up planets, son. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a great crossover between the Mortal Kombat Kirby and, Kirby and Mortal Kombat. Oh my god! If he could, I like, would suck up Scorpion and gain, you know, gain those powers. <laughs> I was gonna say that's that's Kirby's built-in fatality. He just sucks them up and then spits out their skeleton with like bits of flesh <laughs> left on it. Exactly, and then just walks off wearing their clothes. Anyways. <laughs> Oh my god. Dear dear Midway. (laughs) Please make this happen. We understand. That would be the greatest thing. Because all I can picture in my head, it's like, you know, he sucks them up, spits out the bones, the blood, and everything. Fatality. Hi! (laughs) Dear Midway, please add Kirby to your game. I am not a crackpot. Sign John. (laughs) He can have so many good fatalities, though. And friendships, too. He would have the best friendships. No, exactly. He would for his friendship. Obviously, he would suck them up and then just respawn them as a friend. For, oh my know, god, that's even one, better. For one fatality, he would suck them right into a big cooking pot and just like boil the skin off of them. And then for the other ones, he would you know pull out a microphone and scream until their head explodes. Oh my god, you know, like, there's just so many possibilities. It just writes itself. Yeah, come on, guys, it's not that hard. Just Mortal talk Kirby to combat. Yeah. <laughs> God, did we hit the episode title on the first game? I think so. <laughs> Mortal Kirby Combat. Fuck yeah. I mean, honestly, let's, okay, say, hey, the next Smash Brothers, we're going to use the uh, Mortal Kombat engine, yeah. so it's just going to be Mortal Kombat with Nintendo characters, and they all have fatalities and stuff. And, oh, man. You know. 
It'd be so funny to see the Nintendo characters just made to be like much taller in the style of like Mortal Kombat characters and really gritty and, and killing <laughs> each other. It's like, uh, have you guys seen there was um there was pictures floating around somebody did like texture hacking in the new Smash Brothers and basically took like every single character and put them onto Bayonetta's frame. So it's like every single character with the super long legs. And like the huge, wow. like the thin waist and everything, it's really disturbing. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, that's got to be as disturbing as like the fucking amiibo functionality in Yarn Yoshi, like <laughs> slapping yeah. all the characters' skins onto little Yarn Yoshi dolls, stretching them all into Bayonetta's size. Which puts its lotion oh. in the basket. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing not nightmare-inducing about that. <laughs> God, I can't wait for this game. I think the most disturbing one that I've seen is um. I'm pretty sure it was Lucas, and it was, like, performing the kick, but it was just huge, like, thigh coming out of his tiny little shorts. <laughs> That's awesome. You gotta look it up. <laughs> I think I will. It's hilarious and disturbing. Oh, God. Well, cool. So, yeah, Kirby Superstar, fucking excellent game. Excellent choice, John. Nice job. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. I think the quality of the game makes up for the lack of trivia. <laughs> no, it's okay. You didn't have to say that. Nobody was going to know about that. Yeah. <laughs> There's the magic of it's editing, It's probably you idiot. still my favorite Kirby game. Yeah, it, you know, it's yeah. Easily, easily the one I've played the most. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, it's not. I've definitely played Kirby's Adventure more, but Kirby's Superstar is up there with mm. Kirby's Adventure. Yeah, Kirby's Adventure is amazing. Really great. You, know, yeah. you, had to, you just gotta love those like late-era NES games, and then I guess... Superstar wasn't like late era SNES, but it was pretty great. Or wait, yeah. it, it did come out like after it, the Nintendo sixty four came out, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was definitely like I think it was like middle. Right, maybe I'm thinking like Dreamland three. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Dreamland three was Dream super late. 3, that was yeah. yeah. Anyway, Kirby games right. always come out late in the system's life, and they're fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, boom. Right, here comes. Line. You guys ready for the next song? Let's do it. I was born ready.
Excellent. All right. Does anybody want? Wait, Johnny, you look like you're trying to say something. No, 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 no. I was about to. <laughs> Go ahead. I was just about to say, "Hey, David, what's the trivia?" <laughs> so, do you guys want to know <laughs> some trivia by... about this? Let me, let me start by saying, David, tell us yes. the trivia. This is the only game in its series to not have a boss based around fire. All right. Got it. Need an extra second, or... Alright, I got my answer ready. It was really kind of fun to watch all of you go like, oh, oh, uh, uh. Alright. Let's see. Uh, Jesse says Mega Man X. Johnny says Mega Man X3. Um, John says Mega Man 7. Everybody has a different answer. And I am very pleased to say Johnny is correct. I know I'm correct. What? <laughs> <laughs> I I also tried to guess the stages. I think it was Vault Catfish, Blizzard Buffalo, and whatever the Hornet um, was named. Okay. I'm not sure if that's right you or not. I know Blizzard, Blizzard Buffalo, is right. Uh, but it was Toxic Seahorse, Blizzard Buffalo, and Crush Crawfish. <laughs> Crush Crawfish, <laughs> goddammit. Oh, you gotta look out for Toxic Seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that sounds like the, some made-up Simpsons, like, itchy and scratchy shit. <laughs> like, oh, <yeah. laughs> fucking Toxic Seahorse. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Now, um, shit, I really thought I was confident with Mega Man 7. <laughs> I was going to say, as soon as that first song came on, you were like, nope, got it, write my answer, yes. I was fairly no. confident. <laughs> you know, because there was no fire boss in Mega Man 7. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I was this close to picking that same game, hence why I knew it all. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just played it yesterday, like, I think I'll do this music. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's a really good soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, all the, all the Mega Man X games, is, you know, I can't really speak for the ones after the SNES era, but the ones on the SNES all had really great soundtracks, so, you know, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. It doesn't surprise me that, you know, at least knew somewhat of the series, but I'm a little disappointed I didn't get that one. So, it was, what, uh, uh, what, what sets Mega Man X3 apart from the other Mega Man X games? Well, um, it was composed... I have to check the name. It was composed by Kiyoni... Kinoyu 
Yamashita, who apparently composed the first Castlevania game. Hmm. Um, Very cool. But I just... I never had a Super Nintendo when I was a kid, so this one was, like, hard for me to pick. But I remember playing Mega Man X, X2, and X3 when I got that, like, Mega Man X anniversary collection compilation thing. Hmm. And it was just something about X3. I think it was because you could unlock different mech suits. Hmm. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, a cool you feature. totally could. Fuck. Yeah, for, yeah. I, they've all melded together, except Mega Man X. I played the fuck out of Mega Man X. X2 and X3, I've kind of forgotten them. X3 was also <laughs> the first one where you could ever play a Zero. Hmm. Yeah, that was a you could switch cool to zero for like half a stage. Okay, yeah. wait, yeah, no, now I remember X3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that oh yeah, was, that one. That was a big moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also, X, X3 had a lot, that, that to me is one of those like, classic, like, it has so many secrets SNES games, you know what I mean? Like, you know, some Super Nintendo games are just loaded with secret shit, and X3 had like, um... If you did just the right amount of things, you could get Zero Saber as a weapon. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I loved how they did that, starting with Mega Man X, where you could unlock the fucking Hadouken and stuff. Like, yeah. I tried my ass off to get that, and eventually <laughs> did. But, man, that was not easy to do. <laughs> and, yeah, no, there are always things that, like, if you didn't know how to do it, there's no fucking way you would ever figure it out. <laughs> because, like, once you get, like, halfway through X3, there's these like two other bosses who just show up in stages and you have to fight like one of them in one stage and the other in another stage like you have to get the order exactly right and then like in sigma's fortress spoiler sigma sigma's (laughs) fortress like at some point you fight like at some point you can either let zero die or save him oh yeah and like you have to let him die and then he'll give you the saber right yeah hmm hmm and, th- yeah. and there was other crazy shit like those so those two bosses you're talking about the like random ass ones there was a whole thing where if you just beat them you have to fight them later in the game unless you kill them with some specific weapon but it's not like the other Mega Man bosses like most Mega Man bosses they're you know their weakness weapon it's, it's obvious because they take more damage these guys is like no nah, it just does the same amount of damage as anything else it just like kills them at the end it was very weird oh, weird yeah Hmm. Again, if you didn't have the internet, I don't know how you're supposed to figure that out. Dude, that that was the fun of gaming in, like, the early to mid-90s. Like, it was either figure it out yourself, hear it from somebody down the road, or call the fucking Nintendo Power Helpline. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. I was gonna say, it was lunchtime talk. That's yeah. what you did. It's like yeah. sitting around the cafeteria table. It's like, oh, dude, did you use this weapon against them? Because then you don't fight them again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never, uh, yeah. I, you know, no. I... That's too complicated. That's that's so like unobvious that I don't know that any of me and my you know, idiot friends would figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh. I love you know, look back on it. How did we ever have those friends that knew those secrets? Like you always had that friend that somehow knew all this shit, and, and like how did they find out? You know? Probably from their well, older his, brother. His uncle. His uncle worked <laughs> at Nintendo. That too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had an uncle that worked for Nintendo. Uh, but I think more accurately, an older brother who fucking figured out the game. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, it's a fucking mystery to me. But I know as time went on, my older brother became less and less of an influence in how well I did at games. So uh, <laughs> I'm sticking with, sticking with the older brother theory. <laughs> he used to have to bail me out of things. 
now he uh, he doesn't even play video games. He's like an adult or something. I don't even know. Ugh. Yeah. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> one of my favorite stories was I was um I was playing Super Mario Brothers three, and my wife she came in and she was sitting on the couch and watching and I was just scoring like every single hidden one up every hidden passage like every secret in that game and she looked at me and finally said how do you how do you know where all this stuff is and I, I paused the game and I was just staring at the controls like I don't know <laughs> it's just like for as long as I remember I've known if you jump here you get a one up yeah it's in, it, it was just in your just brain somewhere <laughs> I like the version where you pause the controller you look up and you say my uncle works for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, yeah. Um, Good time. Any, anything else on X3 or Mega Man X in general? No, they were just really good games, and I just, for some reason, 3 stuck out to me. I mean, I think X, the first X is, like, on a pedestal by itself right but um past that i think x3 there's just something about it that always struck me and i really really do think it was being able to get multiple mech suits yeah because those things were awesome yeah. that's the yeah, guy i think really that was fun that was always one of the things i looked forward to in the original Mega Man x was you know just the mech suits you could kill the guy and then jump in and use for like part of a level you know like you know those were awesome i wanted like chill penguin stage i would just fucking dash around in the mech suit you know <laughs> punching the shit out of stuff and, you know, just ignore the rest of the game. And then, uh, yeah. Here I've we, uh, always loved, I've always loved video games where you get to steal, like, an enemy's vehicle and use it against them. Yes. I just, I get such a kick out of that. Like, it's, I fucking love it. <laughs> like, oh, like, Toxic Crusaders on Sega Genesis, it's a shitty game, but you can steal their helicopters. <laughs> and, and exactly. It, that makes up for it. I think that entire sentiment is what drives the Grand Theft Auto series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just love being able to take anything I want and use it. <laughs> oh, really? You might like this game. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So yeah, well, what do we uh, what do we got coming next, Jenny? Here we go. Thank you. 
All right. Hell yeah. So, this is uh, this is a game that we got a request for through Twitter by one at VGM underscore Ryan. You know, if I didn't know better, I'd say that guy likes video game music. Um, and I was searching for some trivia for this one and couldn't really find anything, you know, worth really? reading. Just, you know, I just, I don't know, I, I, it's... It's not my strong series, so I just, you know, I pulled a clip from the game. That's going to be the the hint, and then we're going to play the last song. So, Johnny, what do you got? All right. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, if you know what that is, then uh, you absolutely know this game.
Yeah, I really oh, was wait gonna... a second. Wait a second. I got to write it down. I haven't written down mine yet. I was going no, to cut, the... <laughs> cut that as a uh, loop, but I really analyzed that song, and it does not actually like repeat itself at any point, which, you know. Cool. Long songs yeah. for this game. It's good times. So, what are we, uh... <laughs> what are we thinking there, guys? Final Fantasy 6-3 for Johnny, Final Fantasy 3-6 for Jesse, Final Fantasy 3-6, and that looks like uh, Cthulhu for David. That's all three correct. Great job! Yay! Hooray! Huzzah! So I might have gone with like one of the most you know iconic like Super Nintendo soundtracks on that one. I, you know. I apologize if that's the case. Honestly, you know, I... I'm a little embarrassed. I didn't play a lot of the Final Fantasy games for Super Nintendo. I played the ones on the original NES and, you know, kind of skipped into the PlayStation generation. But uh, this one was kind of lost for me. And apparently it's one of the best ones ever. So, you know, crap. Crap I'm there with you. Oh, you haven't played this one either? I've played, like, about maybe ten hours of it total. Right. Isn't this one, like, you know, kind of... I mean, it's really good. It's just, like... For whatever reason, I've not finished it, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, apparently it's got, like, just one of the most iconic villains of the entire series, whose uh, laugh was the hint question there. Kefka. Yeah. Fucking psychotic clown. Which totally comes through in that old sprite artwork. You could tell it's yeah. a psychotic clown. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually never played uh, Final Fantasy III. Yeah? But no, you knew it. No. I, I recognize that laugh. I've heard that laugh. That's, that's the crazy ah, part. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Got it. This is actually the only Final Fantasy game I have ever played. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got cool. all In that ends case, of the spectrum here. As when you our... played that first song, I was like, Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as soon as it came, I was like, oh, I knew this, I knew this. <laughs> and that's a really good song. That's some good overworld music. Yeah, that, like, yeah, I was, is. you know, looking into the, you know, this guy requested, and thanks again to VGM underscore Ryan on Twitter for requesting the song, or for requesting the game, because I looked into it, and I'm like, wow, that's like overworld music? I I wouldn't keep playing. I would just hang out and listen to that music all day. Like, <laughs> And then the battle music was the second thing, and that's fantastic. Yeah, it's good. Nobu Amatsu does that soundtrack. Yeah, and yeah. that guy just, you know... Shit, man. He's, uh... Mega Rand uses a Final Fantasy VI song in one of his uh, his songs. It's Sweet. called The King is Back. It's pretty great. Awesome. So David, as the one, you know, as the guy here who's played the game, you're now the expert. So you know, give us the dish on Final Fantasy VI three. It's good. <laughs> there it is. You heard it here first, kids. Yeah, that's a hot take from Game That yeah. Tune. Final Go Fantasy VI your... Princess three. It's good. Go wake your mom and dad up and just shout in their face what David said. And they will but reward only, you with Only a if you say it's good. You have to shout it's good. Yeah. Without context. <laughs> what is it? What is it's it? It's good. It's good. It's good. What's good? What's good? What's your it's football good. again? No, you have, to, you have to say that Game That Tune said it's good. <laughs> game That Tune told me to come in here and wake you up and <laughs> tell you that, game that it's tune? good. <laughs> game, that, game That Tune at GTT Pod wanted me to tell you. <laughs> like and review on iTunes. Uh, but yeah, We're taking um, away your computer, son. <laughs> You're on the internet too much. Exactly. You are off the net. No more World Wide Web for you. Oh, no porn. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Does anybody have anything cool to say about Final Fantasy VI? I feel like we're not going to do it justice by... Uh, There's, you, know, you can have, suplex a, tr- a, a train, a ghost train. 
Awesome. So yeah. that's pretty cool. That's, as, as soon as I got to that fight, too, I was like, wait a minute. I remember somebody saying that you could suplex this train. So I made sure to put Sabin in my party. And, specific, like, the only <laughs> thing I did is, yeah. it's like, I, I, I forget who he's paired with, but it's Sabin and the other character. And my other character is like, okay, standard attacks, whittle that, everything. Sabin, suplex. Suplex. <laughs> suplex. Wait for it. Suplex. It's so Suplex loco. cities, bitch. Gosh, there's oh. there's so many different moves. Which one should I choose? Suplex. Suplex. <laughs> you always you choose know? suplex. It's one suplex of the best Kirby City, moves, bitch. too. Yeah. yeah. It is. Tying uh, it together. There's a ninja who has a dog. Shadow, he's cool. Um, cool. Yeah, I mean, like, besides the there's villain. There's mechs. Yeah, the Magitek armor. Say, everybody talks mechs, about yeah. the villain. Like, are there actual, like, the characters that you get to play as kind of uh, like remarkable or is it yeah they're yeah. cool the characters are cool um, right. there's Tara she's the girl who can summon stuff she's um, like the main character there's um, yeah, she's one of expert. the ones that I That's really liked one. was I think her name was Celis she's like a yeah, general cool. for the like the enemy side and she yeah. defects and she's secretly a traitor so she joins your squad like she's the one who's supposed to be watching you and then just says like hey um I'm gonna join the resistance now. Yeah, actually, I'm on this side. Now. Yeah, Sweet. the samurai guy is pretty cool, and I'm pretty sure that you can get a yeti. Like a yeti, like the abominable yeti. snowman. Yeah. Excellent. I don't. I don't That's remember fun. doing it myself, but I think like there's a side quest where you can get an extra party member to join you, and I'm pretty sure it's a yeti. Hmm. That's, that sounds amazing. Yeah, that does. Yeah. I was about to ask what you meant by yeti yeti because I was like, like, is, is he in your party? Do you ride on him? You know, no, he, like, he's a party member. <laughs> cool. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I need to kind of get into the backlog on Final Fantasy games. I, you know, I downloaded a couple for like on my PS3. You know, I got Final Fantasy VII just locked and loaded, and then they also for some reason had Final Fantasy V, which oh, yeah. just seems you know I played a few hours of it. I'm like, well, this is kind of going nowhere, and this isn't you know. I haven't heard anybody mention Final Fantasy V as a game that's worth playing, so I'll wait until they release six. And Four so, is good. So far, that has not happened, so you know, I'm gonna have to look into getting some of these just to you know, kind of get a flex my you know classic SNES muscles a little bit. Have you oh. tried four? Uh, no. Like I said, the, the Super NES ones. You know, they're all just kind of lost on me. You know, I played a couple on the NES and then moved on to the. You know, just kind of skipped the whole Super NES generation. Yeah. Moved on to the PlayStation and PlayStation 2. Yeah, love me some PlayStation 2, you know, Final Fantasy games, man. Yeah. X, X2, excellent. Fucking, uh, 11. 12 was good. Or wait, which one's 11? No, uh, 12. 11 was the MMO. 12. I played 11 for two years, so I can vouch yeah. for that one. Least. And 12, I really loved. Yeah, that one was fun. Yeah, you know, some, uh, just the way they changed the battle system, I liked that one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, you have to to look into that. You know, find a way to buy Final Fantasy VI perfectly legally. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here's Amazon link right now. Exactly. Why would you do that? Going to be tweeting out a link to that later tonight. (laughs) Amazon shopping link. Final Fantasy VI. (laughs) Here's one in box. That looks cheap. Going to procure that. Yeah, you know, play it at home on my classic Super NES system. Yeah. Or Retron 5. <laughs> it's a you know, boxed copy of one of the greatest games, Final Fantasy games of all time. This is incredibly inexpensive. Yes. 
Yeah, oh, hey, nice. it's recommended I buy Earthbound in box two. Sure thing. <laughs> no, that's way <laughs> too much. Customers who bought this also bought nothing else. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, sweet. Um, John, what do we got coming next? Excellent. Cool. Yeah. So, trivia for this game. 
This game was planned as a launch title for the SNES CD add-on that would later become the Sony PlayStation. It is estimated that nearly 40% of the game's content had to be cut to fit the game onto a Super NES cartridge. Some believe that this de- the development issues also led to Square aligning with Sony going forward. And before you start the next song, the next song is one of my absolute all-time favorite pieces of video game music. So there's all your hints. <laughs> was amazing yeah yes yes it was like was trenton reznor one of the composers on this game i think he might have been an influence right (laughs) this was long before he was doing uh you know composing (laughs) but uh yeah so uh gentlemen johnny i got my guest right here (laughs) chrono trigger wrong god damn jesse and david both say secret of mana that's correct (laughs) I wrote that first and said, nah, <laughs> oh, that's Shouldn't have crossed it out there, Damn dude. it. <laughs> that was going to be my guess as soon as you said Super Nintendo music. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like on the fence. I'm like, do I go ahead and shoot off like my favorite video game of all time? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> like, oh, man. I fucking love Secret of Mana. Like, it is just, you know. I think it might be a little bit of just kind of like rose uh, rose tinted glasses because I played it as a kid and it was just like that first game that I really got into, you know, just like fucking to a ridiculous degree. But yeah, I just love that fucking game. Um, you know, that oh god, the music it just making me go. Oh. <laughs> you know, it just takes me right back. That last what song. It, what was, is it making you do? Just making me go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that your O face? Uh, it's my secret of mana, oh face. <laughs> I want to figure out how we can make that into the title of the episode. <laughs> how would you spell that? What are you talking about? It's just a like, picture of you. That's obviously not his O face. Weren't you listening? That's his oh face. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, 
But yeah, that last song was the uh, second to last boss, even though, I mean, it's the greatest music. It's just, you know, I don't know, it should be the last boss just based on the epicness of the music, but it's not. It's, you know, the super dark, you know, evil wizard's theme, the dark lich. Ugh, just, ugh, love that fight. Everything about the game just, you know, ugh, just, mm. Um, <laughs> please tell me I'm not the only person here who's played this game. I didn't grow up with the SNES, and I wish I played that more. Ouch. David? Yeah. I've played a very, very little of it. <laughs> oh, John, I'm, be- I'm betting you haven't played it at all, have you? Please don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. <laughs> 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 uh, it just, Come yeah. on, man. It was such a, it was just a really amazing game, you know, uh, I loved it was co-op. That, exactly. That's, that's I think that's what got point. me into it more than anything. Like it was a really fun game. You know, I didn't understand like RPGs to the extent that I do now when I was a kid. But you know, it had the RPG elements. You know, and but it also had the fucking real-time battle system, which you know, you know that just kept my attention better than any window-based game ever did when I was a kid. And then I also could play it with you know my brother or with a friend. And, yeah, we just played the shit out of this. Like, it was just like, all right, yeah, let's both fucking hop in front of the Super Nintendo and just, you know, fucking beat up a bunch of shit. You You could do three-player co-op, right? And that's the thing, yeah. I never, as a kid, had the multi-tap. But, you know, once once I grew up a little bit and, you know, became an adult with his own money to spend and eBay (laughs) became a thing, a multi-tap made its way into our house. And, yeah, man, we fucking... Oh, we put some hours on three-player Secret of Mana. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, the game, I don't know, I think it holds up pretty well. You know, I was surprised in looking for trivia for it that it, you know, suffered all the fucking production problems that it did. Uh, you know, hmm. I didn't realize that it was going to be, you know, part of the CD thing. I didn't realize that they cut out a bunch of stuff or that people considered the game's translation bad. Or that, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, I, I didn't realize any of this. I just fucking love the game. <laughs> like, you know. It's all that matters. The combat's fun. You know, the magic... You know, I love fucking just casting spells on stuff. You know, just and then uh, that first song is the song that plays whenever you get to first uh, fly on your dragon that you use to get around the world. You know, you get rescued from a fucking boss fight by your you know pet dragon, and then you get to fly around the world on that thing. And yeah, we would just blow time flying the fuck around the world. <laughs> like you know, it was just so cool, man. Man, yeah, you know, really great game. And just, I don't know. I wish uh, it sucks. I've you know, been looking into like other games in the Mana series, and apparently that series really lost its way. Like, whoever's yeah. in charge of it has been fucking up. You know, I played the fan translation of the sequel to this, which never came out in America, and uh, you know, it's really good. Um, and apparently it's got one of the things that they had to cut out from the original Secret of Mana in, in the second one, or I guess it's called Second Instance 3. Yeah. It's uh, there's six playable characters, but each time you start a game, you choose three. Oh wow! So the game varies depending on which characters you choose. And that's pretty cool. That was going to be really something cool. for the original version of Secret of Mana. They were not going to have six characters, oh, wow. but they were going to have like branching story, mm-hmm. like literally where like decisions you make throughout the game will change the course of the story. And they had to scrap that. And I'm just like, you know, now I'm like, well, that really sucks. But back then, I had fucking no idea. I just love the game. (laughs) Too ambitious. Yeah, no, super ambitious. And it just, you know, it goes to just reaffirm how shitty it is that Nintendo and Sony couldn't work something out. Because, you know, can you imagine how different things would have been if Nintendo and Sony were one gaming company? (laughs) 
I mean, yeah. I remember that was why I bought the N64s because I heard Final Fantasy was coming there. And, <laughs> and it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Egg on my face. Ugh. So I had to play Quest 64. <laughs> Everybody's favorite, a game that will never be featured on this show. Ugh, shit. That's, what yeah. you think. That's it. Next topic. Yeah. Oh, Nintendo next, 64 RPGs. No, no, yeah, next N64 theme. RPGs. Let's <laughs> no, see. Uh, the theme next overlap on N64 um, RPGs. The theme next week is we all just pick Quest 64. <laughs> yeah. Tactics over. Everybody pick three songs from Quest 64. Oh Make sure God. there's no overlap. Are there more than three? <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, uh, I love Secret Man. It's, you know. It's probably my all-time favorite game, you know, at least in a, at least in terms of retro games. There might have been games that have come along since then, like, you know, I did this whole, like, 30 days of gaming kind of, you know, inventory on Facebook a couple years back, and I was like, man, it's obviously going to be Secret of Mana, and then as I went on, I'm like, wait, actually, I think I might, I might like Metal Gear Solid 3 the best, yeah. and I just realized by doing this, that might be my favorite game, so. That is a great game. But, uh, yeah, um, Secret Man is just fantastic. It's, you know, it's long and just, I don't know, it's got, you know, I don't know, a really cool world to explore and just, you know, the cast of enemies is fucking great. Yeah, and I like the story. I think, you know, it's kind of, I don't know, generic RPG anime-ish type stuff. But, you know, I think it works. And if they, you know, I, I was reading now, apparently there's like a much better uh, translation of the Japanese version out there, which I'm going to go play because I would like to see what was excluded. Apparently, How would you be able to play that legally? Because we'd really like to know. Fine, I'm going to watch a video of it. <laughs> Crap! <laughs> Let's play! Let's play. Yeah, apparently, the, <laughs> literally, the like thing that determined how they uh, like cut the script was the width of the fucking text when they were like making the game. They didn't want to change the width of the text, so they altered the game's script. <laughs> like, okay, well, that's uh, super fucking lazy, but whatever. I love Secret Mana. That's super fucking Nintendo. Indeed. Small uh, side note: there actually is a way to legally play the uh, fan translation. Love it. Yeah, you get the Retro One Five. You get the uh, Japanese import, you know, you get with the cartridge. Right. The Retro the Retro N5 actually does let you load patches for games on the fly. So you can download the fan translation, pop it on an SD card, you pop that in the console, you pop your cart in, and then you can play it. But So I need, Ooh, I need to get a new console yes. and a Japanese Secret of Mana cartridge. Which yes. probably cheaper than the American version. That anyway, might be. because so. that oh, And that was the devastating thing when I was a kid, man. You know, I traded all my SNES stuff in for fucking cash and just didn't realize what I had let go. And then years later, I was at, like, you know, Rhino Games. And it's like, oh, yeah. holy shit, they have Secret of Mana. I'm buying that right now. And it's like $70. So I'm like... Fuck it, I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, Super Famicom games usually have better box art anyways. True. I love Secret Man box art, though. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, just you know, made me wonder about the game. It's three people standing at the base of a gigantic tree. As a kid, you're like, yeah, I want to play that. I don't care what that is. You know, look at that. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> They're lumberjacks. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and I was going to say, you know, I gave John some clips for this game. I was, you know, debating about which songs to uh, choose for the game, because... In a lot of cases, they remix songs and kind of reuse them throughout the game. Basically, as the game like continues, the music escalates and becomes more complicated to you know kind of reflect where you're at in the game. So, just uh, real quick for me, Johnny, play clip one.
So yeah, that's the that's the second song I chose. You know. Yeah, I definitely remember hearing that song yeah. in uh, the and game. So yeah. then, you know, later on in the game, as you're kind of you know unraveling what's going on in the game, and you're getting into just you know kind of the weirder parts of the game, you get to Johnny Play Clip Two. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah, I wanted that's to. Cool. <laughs> I wanted to pick both of those, but I'm like, man, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of boring. <laughs> I was like, I was literally fucking around in audacity, and I'm like, maybe I could play them like this. Johnny, play clip three. <laughs> Yeah. I think somebody has a future at Overclock Remix. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> Look at that. Just like that, I'm a professional game game remixer. But yeah, the, the tracks align pretty well up until kind of later on in them and where they you know divert a little bit. But uh, yeah, I love the music from this game. I love everything about this game. You know, despite all the parent you know parent stuff around the game, I have literally nothing bad to say about it. So I guess it's no secret. Nope, it's no secret, man. Uh. Uh. <laughs> oh, I almost—I wanted to write secretion of mana initially, but I wound up not doing that. You could have. I know it would have been more right than my current answer of Chrono Trigger because I'm an idiot. Yeah, you're not an idiot, John. You just you know you, you outthink yourself. Uh. Hey, maybe you could keep a hold of that. Maybe someone did pick Chrono Trigger. So maybe let's find out.
Mm-hmm. All right. Hmm. I think I have some pretty good uh, trivia, although I am worried that one thing might give it away, but fuck it. We're here to have fun. Um, <laughs> We're here to love music. <laughs> yeah. The game's soundtrack was written and produced by American rock group Green Jelly. The title screen theme song appears as the first track on the band's 1994 album 333, Due to, um, let's see, okay. Additionally, an uncredited version of Black Sabbath's The Mob Rules appears in the soundtrack. Hit it. Do it. Supposed to be writing down an answer. <laughs> Usually. Come on, right, right, right. Alright, I'm, I'm ready. ready. Who else All right. go? Everyone ready? Let's see. Maximum Carnage by John, Maximum Carnage by John, Killer Instinct by David. I'm sorry, David, but you are incorrect. Everyone else is correct. Fuck yeah, man. This is what happens when you don't have a Super Nintendo as a kid. (laughs) It was on Sega Genesis. Yeah, Jesus. This is what happens when you don't have a Sega Genesis as a kid. (laughs) It was the the green jelly hint that put it over the top for me. Because I just remember whenever I was playing that and... Uh, you load it up, and then like the green jelly logo comes up, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what? What does green jelly have to do with this game?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, of course they they do the music. Why wouldn't they? You know, it's green I jelly. Love, I love that band when I was a kid, man. They're classic, like 1994 MTV shit. But, uh, are, are they that band that did that like heavy metal Three Little Pigs song? Yes, that- yes they are. <laughs> they also did the bear went over the mountain to see what he could see. Yeah. I saw these guys live actually a couple of years ago, and they are incredible. Really? Like they're just ins- they're like a really fun live show. Like the the main dude is wearing all these different weird heads and stuff, <laughs> and it's kind of like a weird like uh, guar type thing. And usually what he does is he uh, just finds local guitar players and stuff to come play in his band when he tours and. I don't know. Just he seems like a really fun guy, and they have all sorts of crowd activities, and like, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Oh, that's awesome. Man. Yeah, I mean that band was you know they're, they're like a '90s relic. Of, you know, yeah, love their stuff when I was a kid. And you know, Maximum Carnage is uh, you know it's one of those games that just it stuck out because it was Carnage. And yeah. Every '90s kid's been wanting some more Carnage since then. And they're just not giving it to us. You know, 
where's where's Carnage been, people? You know, in comic books, okay, sure. You know, but in <laughs> video games and you know movies and Spider-Man animated TV series, not so much. Carnage yeah. was in Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> Please, David, take this whole segment to tell us about the time you went and saw Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark on Broadway. Did you see it? I yeah, have seen did. it. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell us. I you got free know. tickets to it. Tell the rest of the story, David. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my my wife entered a radio contest um, and actually won it, and we got to see three shows in New York. It was three days in New York, and it was um, American Idiot. The um, Rockettes Christmas Special and Spider-Man yes. Turn Off the Dark be- be- before they made the changes to it. Oh, oh so God. the one that was more deadly? Oh, God. It is... It's... It's so hard to put into words. It is, like, a travesty. It's like spectacle. It was terrible. It was... The word you're looking yeah. for is definitely fiasco. It like, was train wreck. so bad. And... One of the things that I thought was amazing was every single person in the show, there were only two types of actors. There was the type of actor who's like, you know what, I'm going to go with it, I'm going to do this, absolutely, like, really play into it. And then there was the other group who was just, I'm here for a paycheck. And it was sad, because the actress who was playing Mary Jane, like, she has this big, beautiful ballad, and she's singing this whole song, and... As she's singing, I was like, oh, this is really touching. And I looked up and actually saw the actress's face, and she just looked. <sighs> <laughs> Which I realized for people who listen to the show and not watch the live streams, yeah. like, she just had the most disinterested, I couldn't care less, why am I here face. I hate Superman. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it made no, I, absolutely no sense at all. It was... There's a scene... This this is my favorite moment. There's a scene where, um, like, Spider-Man runs and jumps off a bridge to, like, dive down to save Mary Jane and everything. So, you know, like, the guy dressed as Spider-Man, he's doing, like, a slow-motion run, and he, like, starts to jump off, and they fade to black and put a single spotlight on the center, and somebody from the rafters literally drops a Spider-Man action figure to simulate how far he's falling. And I don't mean like a prop Spider-Man. No, it is straight a plastic toy that's like eight inches long. Oh, while the Edge is playing guitar. (laughs) Let's not forget you too. David, David, David. There are no words to express how jealous I am that you got to see this. <laughs> I, yeah, I am too. Fuck! It's really one of those things that you know is never going to come around again, man. You really yeah. won and got to see something once in a lifetime. Like, yeah, like, man, you are one of so the lucky 10,000, you know? Like, there's not a lot of people that got to see this. Oh You're going to tell your kids, was... and they're going to be like, who the hell is Spider-Man? Yeah, they've moved on. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh. Like, my, we... It, these were free tickets. Yeah. They were free tickets to New York in a hotel and to see the show. We didn't pay for any part of seeing yeah. this show, and my wife says she felt cheated. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. Nobody will ever get to see that show ever again, David. I mean, just think about it. Like, you got oh. to witness something amazing. That Well, and the thing is, they, they The amazing it. Spider-Man, you mean? <laughs> They, they altered it um, to try to make it better. 
Um, and so I, I got to see the version <laughs> before they changed it, where um, like the main villain is Arachne, like the spider goddess, and she has a whole she. Ha- oh, it gets so much better. She has a whole song about like trying to integrate into the modern world and how she wants shoes and how she's like envious of shoes, and they have people. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not making this up. They have dancers coming out with, like, ballerina-style dresses and, like, prosthetic human legs. So they're spider people with, like, eight legs, but they're all human legs with different pairs of shoes. Oh, my fucking God. I'm it was about, so bad. This sounds like a wonderful party. <laughs> I'm about to cry with tears of joy over the fact that you got to witness this catastrophe. Like, oh, my God. God, it was atrocious. It sounds like when Homer made a car. Yes. <laughs> it, is. It, it, it is the Homer of Broadway. <laughs> Homer, the Broadway play for Homer. <laughs> uh, Don't! Like, between... Something yielding like a Nerf ball. Uh, of all the things I could be jealous of, things I'll never get to do with my life, right? Like, you have David Fleming goes to see OG Spider-Man on Broadway. You have Buzz Aldrin walking on the moon. I'm jealous of David. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Buzz Aldrin would be jealous if we call, called him up and asked him. And I'm pretty sure he's uh, too senile to know what's going on. Anymore. But anyway, um, fuck yeah, man. I'm glad that we just you know, really went off on that topic. Cause, you know, I, I've heard that story from you before, and it's worth retelling over and yeah. over again. We That's really amazing. did not talk about the game. <laughs> no, I mean, it's Spider-Man. There, yeah, Maximum a, Carnage is fun. There's a bit where they bring in the, the Sinister Six, and Carnage is, Carnage is one of them. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of carnage, <laughs> that game was super hard. To the max. And there was a lot of cool cameos in it. True. Yeah, I, you know, that's the thing. It was so hard. I don't remember much of it past the first couple of levels. Yeah. Was, I mean, it was a Spider Man beat em up. I like that. And you can play as Spider Man and Venom. Yep. And, you know, I like that because, you know, God, Venom and Carnage were just so cool. Yeah, they were. They're so 90s. Yeah, they're the 90s fucking characters of all time, man. I love those guys. <laughs> I don't know. Cable is pretty 90s. Yeah, true. Yeah. But uh, Cable has a chance of being like translated into like current media without seeming just fucking horrendous. I think Carnage and yeah. were stuck in the 90s. Okay, that's true. <laughs> I mean, because Venom now is a completely different dude. Yeah, he's so. Topher Grace. No, no, no. He's... <laughs> <laughs> He's Flash Thompson. We want to talk about fucking you know, Spider-Man travesty so we can talk yeah. about Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, I don't know why that made me laugh so hard, but it did. You're just so matter-of-fact about it, too. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I love those, uh, love those characters. Yeah. And like I said, I don't remember much of the game, but yeah, the music st- st- uh, stood out. And I just love, you know, I love beat-em-ups. Yeah, beat em up. be all about beat em ups. <laughs> so, you know, Spider Man Venom beat em up, that's where it's at. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to get any work done tomorrow because all I'll be thinking about is how I'll never get to see Spider Man on Broadway. There's got to be a recording of it somewhere, right? Like, you, there's got to be somewhere you can watch that online live. Yeah, legally. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly legally. Once they shut down a Broadway show, it becomes public domain, right? Like, <laughs> I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know much about copyright or fair use laws, but I'd say go for it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds legit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of there was I remember seeing something where it was um 
a Torin on the Pirate Bay, and somebody commented, and their name was 20th Century Fox. It's like, it's perfectly legal for you to download this. They're like, yeah, that, that sounds right. <laughs> uh, that sounds awesome. legit. But yeah, so anyway, one last thing about uh, Maximum Carnage. I was, you know, uh, I looked up, as we've been talking, I looked up the game and the soundtrack, and, you know, it's by Green Jelly, who, uh, you know, it was, oh shit, I just had it. One of the guys in the, in the band that uh, worked on the game, his name's Chris Jojo, and he was actually a composer for one of the games on our last show. Yeah, oh, saw, cool. I saw his name. He composed music for Ten Star, that fucking robot cowboy game for SNES. That's awesome. So he went from Green Jelly to, like, yeah. aspiring video game musician, and apparently back to Green Jelly. So, <laughs> good for that guy. <laughs> but, uh, anything else on Maximum Carnage? It's fun. It's 90s as fuck. The, uh, the cartridge is red. Yeah, the cartridge oh, is red. Oh, the cartridge is red. That was so cool. I really got to get my fucking Nintendo games back out here. I, I just don't have enough shelf space anymore. I got to do something about that. More shelves. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Raise some shelves. Note to self, buy more shelves. Ah, so anyway, that's uh, that's the end of our game. It was a good one this week. Everybody did a really great job. Yeah, I got points. Whee! You right. did get points. So, tabulating the scores, Johnny, turn on the computer. The 90s computer. Uh, Are you connecting to America Online? Yes, that's my best. He does a very good impression of AOL. (laughs) (laughs) See, when you said turn on the 90s computer, I was thinking beeps, but somehow extreme beeps. (laughs) Exactly. Beeps fueled by Mountain Dew at the X Games. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, everybody did a pretty good job this week. Uh, Jesse and David both had three. John got four. So John is the winner this week. Hey. You know, now the question is, we can either declare John the winner this week and he gets to choose next week's theme. Or, since we've all now won a round of the game, we can do next week as a free play and then come back to John's topic in two weeks. John, your hmm. call, man. Well, I had an idea to, instead of picking a topic... Uh, do a free play, but instead of playing the original tracks, they have to be covers. How do you feel? Is that a good idea or a bad idea? I, I'm, I don't know. You know, covers are nice, but I don't know, man. I kind of like this being about the the actual original. Okay. 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 Yeah, we maybe can, like further down the road. Yeah, we can know? do a covers edition further down the road, but you okay. Know. As long as I mean, we're still inside of ten idea. episodes, let's uh, let's let's keep it let's keep All it right. OG. Well, then in, in that case, I would vote since we did a Super Nintendo show, we should do the rival a Sega Genesis show. Done. Cool. All right. Next week, back in better than ever, all Sega Genesis edition. Blast yeah. Processing. Sweet. Can, can we say that next week we will be doing what Nintendo? <laughs> oh. David gets a bonus point and therefore wins and gets to change the topic. <laughs> Sweet Game Boy. Fuck Sega. <laughs> Uh, no, that's going to be a good one. I like it. I like that we're keeping it old school, we're keeping it chippy, and we're keeping <laughs> it just, you know, really right in our wheelhouse, man. I love these games. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, good times, man. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter, at GTTPod. Uh, find us on iTunes by searching for Game That Tune. Uh, you can go to our website, Bake em Away Toys, for this. And our other podcast projects, including the now-defunct Chief Pigum and the up-and-coming Parks and Recreation discussion show, Purdcast. 
which we'll be uh, filming the second episode of this week. Um, it is a Parks and Recreation podcast where we talk about Parks and Recreation. <laughs> the story of that podcast <laughs> is it's a podcast about Parks and Recreation. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, and then you can we find should, us all on... Uh, you know who we should get on that one? Hmm. Ira and the douche. Oh man, <laughs> the douche. Ira and the douche, douche nation. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us also on Facebook by searching for Game That Tune. Find us on Instagram, which still is not active yet, by searching for Game That Tune. Uh, you can find Johnny on Twitter at uh, JP Regan Jr. Excellent. You can find Jesse at Sega underscore Legend. You can find David at DFD Fleming. And you can find me at jgangsta187. So uh, that's all for this week. And it was so tempting to play this outro music as part of the fan request for Final Fantasy VI. Dancing Mad is 17 minutes and 41 seconds long. (laughs) And it literally doesn't repeat itself at any point. So, for all you dedicated GTT listeners, here is all 17 minutes and 41 seconds of Dancing Mad from Final Fantasy VI, the Kefka boss battle theme. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Yeah, peace. See you guys later. Catch you later.
Kirby Superstar is copyright 1996, Nintendo of America, and HAL Laboratory Incorporated. Mega Man X3 is copyright 1995, Capcom Company Limited. Final Fantasy VI is copyright 1993, Square Company Limited. Secret of Mana is copyright 1993, Square Company Limited. Spider-Man and Venom Maximum Carnage is copyright 1994, Acclaim Entertainment. Earthbound is copyright 1994, Nintendo.